I'm Siobhan Barnes, ex-commercial and corporate real estate professional turned leadership and life coach, supporting high-achieving professionals to step into purpose-led careers without having to sacrifice their soul, sanity, or steady paycheck. I've coached hundreds of professionals to figure out their unique path to create meaningful success that feels as good on the inside as it looks on the outside using my signature aligned achievement method. In this podcast, I'll share how you can get clarity on your unique path, how to make an impact and step into more purpose in a way that's right and true for you. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Aligned Achiever podcast. As we usher in the new year of 2024, many of us are eager to set those ambitious goals and achieve significant milestones. And for many of us, this week is the first kind of full week back after the Christmas and the New Year's holidays. So you might be raring to go and jumping in, or perhaps you're a little bit slower to the start, no matter where you are, you're exactly in the right place. Because today we're going to talk about how to achieve what actually matters in 2024 without exhausting yourself or sacrificing yourself in the process. Now, I'll be honest, I created this podcast and I created this particular topic for today because this is something that I really struggled with in 2023. I found myself navigating some pretty big decisions about my business and my direction, as well as, you know, navigating some really personal life stuff with people that I love going through hard times. And I guess the time required to really be there for them and have the space to be able to support. And so today I really want to explore what I've broken down as how you can achieve what actually matters in 2024 so that you have a little bit of a roadmap to understand what you need to do and what you need to focus on and how you can make 2024 the year that you really do things differently. So in last week's episode, episode 93, we spoke about why traditional goal setting and New Year's resolutions don't work and what to do instead. So if you want to have a listen to that, make sure that you do. Today, we're going to go deeper and talk about how to achieve what actually matters in 2024 in seven steps. Now, spoiler alert, if you haven't been listening to the podcast, I am running a completely free program that's actually kicking off today. It's called Work-Life Design. And in this program, I am going to support you to build out a custom work-life design blueprint so that you can prioritize what's really important and prevent pending burnout so that you don't have to quit or throw in the towel to find fulfillment, balance, and peace. So this is for you if you're a woman that craves a more integrated work life in 2024 and that allows you to achieve your career ambitions without having to sacrifice downtime with your family or sacrifice going to the gym or not have that time and space just for yourself. And so if you would like to register your seat, you can still do that. Come on over to the show notes over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 94. That's the number 94 and you will get the link. This program for this iteration is completely free. Eventually, this program will be paid. But seeing as it is the start of the year, I thought that I would gift this to you all so that we can spend January really focusing on this and focusing on how to achieve what matters this year and doing so in a way that's sustainable and allows us to keep on going for the long run. 
So today, specifically, I want to talk about the seven steps to achieve what actually matters in 2024. And we start with step number one, which is really defining your true north, defining your real main goal. Before you dive into the hustle and you dive into what it is that you want to achieve, it's really important to take a moment to reflect on what truly matters to you and what you value. When you clarify your goals, both personal and professionally, you want to ensure that they align with who you really are, what you say actually matters, because this is the foundation that will serve as your compass, guiding you through not just the decisions that you have to make navigating the year, but also the challenges that will invariably come up because they always do. So defining your true north, defining what really matters, that is step number one and hugely important. Step number two is taking that vision, those values, kind of the soft and squishy stuff, and moving into a bit of strategic prioritization. So this is really about how can you prioritize, which if you look at the Latin root of that word means to cut off from, to cut away, which means to focus on the one thing. Like, how can you focus on what really matters, prioritize the tasks that align with what matters to you strategically so that you're not bombarded and getting FOMO in a world that's filled with these endless opportunities and distractions, which tell you you should do this and do that. When you can identify the high impact activities that align with your goals and actually focus your energy on them by saying no to those less important tasks, then you can channel your efforts towards where it matters most. And that can be really challenging in today's world. The third step, the third key to achieving what really matters in 2024 is adopting this growth mindset, which I've spoken about at length on the podcast. And this is really based off the work by Carol Dweck, who's a psychologist at the University of Stanford, where she talks about having a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. Essentially, a fixed mindset is one where you think you've got limited abilities that you can't learn, you can't change, you can't grow, and that if you make a mistake, you're bad. Whereas a growth mindset is one whereby you appreciate that you can learn, you can grow, that mistakes are just opportunities for learning that you can grow from and use in that next iteration. So the invitation for achieving what matters in 2024 is to embrace challenges as real opportunities for growth rather than obstacles. A growth mindset will allow you to view setbacks as stepping stones to success and aligned achievement, and you'll be able to learn from experiences, adapt to change, and continuously improve. This mindset will not only propel you forward and get you to keep going, but also reduce the stress associated with setbacks. So I'll be really frank and honest that it can be quite hard to have this growth mindset in the moment when a challenge comes your way. As I was reflecting on 2023, I realized that I was given many opportunities in 2023 to find my sense of power, my own sense of selfishness, for lack of a better word, and was given opportunities to really prioritize what do I want. Now, at the time, I saw those challenges as annoying, as frustrating as other people dumping their stuff on me. But as I look back, I realize, oh, I was just given these opportunities to be able to say, no, I'm not available for that. Or no, I can't do that because I'm focusing on what I said I was going to focus on, right? And towards the end of the year, I kind of adopted more of that growth mindset. That's absolutely something that I myself am working on in 2024 and want to be better at catching in the moment when those challenges invariably come my way. So the fourth step to achieving what matters is 
cultivating a sense of what work-life integration looks like for you and what it means for you. The traditional concept of work-life balance is a little bit antiquated, and the word balance assumes that you could do both equally as well at the same time. Now, life doesn't always work that way, which is why I like to look at it as seasons as opposed to having to be balanced all the time in any given day. Because when you can give yourself the grace of expanding your time horizon and noticing where the next few months might be more focused on your kids or the next month might be more selfish for a work project because you need it to put out something creative. When you can really get clear on that and integrate your personal and professional life in a way that enhances your overall being and reduce that guilt that we might feel, that's when you actually get that sense of energy. That's when you get to the end of the year and you haven't exhausted yourself. You haven't felt like you've burnt out. So work-life integration really requires the establishment of boundaries, scheduling downtime, prioritizing self-care, all those things that allow you to recoup and boost your energy. And the real mindset thing to remember here is that a rested mind and body is a productive mind and body. So often we think that we have to work harder and doing that extra little thing is going to get us that result. But what happens is that we're not using our energy efficiently and we're tired the next day and it can kind of lead to a downward spiral. I want you rested this year. I want you energized. I want you to be completely present when you're resting, completely present when you're working. And so spoiler alert, this is the reason why I created this free new course and it's exactly called Work-Life Design because I want to support you to do this. And that actually kicks off today. You can check it out if you're itching to hear about the program. Come on over to the show notes at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 94. That's the number 94. And you'll find out more there. You can go and check out the link for registration. I'll speak to it more in the moment after I finish the next three steps. So we've spoken about how to achieve what matters in 2024, and we're moving on to step number five. Step number five is about leveraging technology wisely. So in the digital age, technology can be a very powerful tool, or it can be a source of overwhelming distraction, and it can really feed into that mindset spiral of comparisonitis and not feeling enough, etc. So when we're thinking about achieving what actually matters in 2024, the invitation is to leverage productivity tools and platforms to streamline tasks and improve efficiency, but also be really boundaried around that so that you're setting designated times for communication and being mindful of digital boundaries to prevent technology from being a source of stress. How easy is it to switch off your phone alarm in the morning only to just turn on your WhatsApp or quickly check your emails or pop onto Instagram or whatever it is that you check? And that can really set the tone for the day. So learning how to leverage technology wisely is really key. It's one of those areas we have to factor in. And something I'm mindful about teaching my kids as they become at their age with phones, etc., the sixth step to achieve what matters in 2024 is to begin to build a supportive network whereby you surround yourself with a network of like-minded individuals who are inspiring you, who are uplifting you, and who are cultivating that desired quality within you. So often we are lone wolfing it, we're by ourselves, and you want to have a strong support system around you for maintaining your mental and emotional well-being on this journey of success and achievement, but also for the sweet fulfillment of the joy of connection. So cultivating relationships that foster growth and provide support, especially during critical times, challenging times, that can be really helpful as you think about your goals in 2024. And it's reciprocal. 
Sometimes you will be there for others and in turn, others will be there for you. And I'm not saying you want to calculate this at all. What I am saying is that a supportive network is the spice of life. It's actually the essence of life, isn't it? Because we're here to relate to others. All right, we're in the home stretch. The final step to achieve what actually matters in 2024 is to leverage a little bit of what I spoke about in last week's episode, looking at the science behind behavior change. And that's really about celebrating the small wins and celebrating when you've done a positive behavior that's moving you towards what you want. So I encourage you this year to really acknowledge and celebrate your achievements, no matter how small they are. If you recognize your progress, this boosts motivation and it reinforces the positive habits. I do this with my clients. When I work with my clients one-on-one, we work on the 90-day capacity. And at the end of our time together, I always invite my client to reflect on what they have achieved. Of course, there's the next iteration and that next level that we're working towards, but that practice of like, hang on a minute, where was I 90 days ago? And my gosh, I'm here now. Can I take a moment to celebrate that? So when you're able to celebrate your small wins, you're actually telling your brain, hey, I see you. I celebrate you for what you've done. This feels good. And naturally, you'll find that you have the momentum, the energy, the desire to want to achieve the next goal when you stretch to the next thing, right? So it's about working with your mind, working with your body, working with your nervous system to be able to say, hey, I want to embrace the difficult times, the growth edges, the lack of comfort zone, and these are a good thing that support me. So breaking down those larger goals into manageable milestones and taking pride in each of those steps as you move forward, that is really going to be helpful for you in 2024. Okay, so just to recap, what are those seven steps? Number one was to find your true north. Number two is embrace strategic prioritization. Number three, adopt a growth mindset. Number four, cultivate work-life integration. Number five, leverage technology wisely. Number six, build a supportive network. Number seven, celebrate the small wins. Now, two common problems I often get asked when it comes to setting goals, figuring out who you are and what you want in the world. Number one, what if I don't know what really matters? Sounds surprising, but when we are living a life on autopilot and we're just doing the things in front of us, we can forget what really matters. We can just slightly say yes to everybody else's agenda, do the things we've got to do and mold and bend. And sometimes that means that we look in the mirror and we go, hang on a minute, who am I? What do I even want anymore? This is very normal, more normal than you might think. So many people lose themselves going through the motions. I'll put my hand up to say I have done this at several points in my own career. And that's why if you come and join me in work-life design, we do that deeper work to figure out what matters, to have some space for you to think, not about what your partner wants, not about what your kids want, not what you should do and what your boss is telling you your career trajectory should look like, or your colleagues are saying, or friends are saying, what you want. So you can hear your own thinking in your own voice. And in our first module in work-life design, we'll be diving into a complete audit of your life and career so that you can begin to figure out where your priorities are right now. So if you don't know what really matters, definitely sign up for work-life design. It will help you. Second common problem I see in the question I get asked is, why do I keep exhausting myself and sacrificing myself? What is the deal? Why does this happen? Now, this is something I'm super passionate about and also grapple with myself in my own life and career. There's a lot to be said for how women have a career and have a family life. And honestly, 
the world just hasn't been built for all genders to be able to navigate both work and life equitably, right? We're in this transition period of figuring it all out. Many women in particular struggle with burnout and the societal thinking that we're actually swimming in runs deep where the expectation is on the mother to do this or the mother to do that and to carry the mental load. And so often we don't even know we've fallen into these default stereotypes. We feel compelled to say yes to taking on more work because we don't want to let the other person down. We want to prove that we can do it. We feel obliged to prove that we can put in as much effort at work as we do with our kids on the weekends, only to scrimp on sleep and feel totally exhausted on a Monday morning. Whilst the system isn't designed for us to thrive, we can take agency and take back what is within our control. And even if you're working in a traditional nine to five, you can see where is the space? Where are those nooks and crannies where you can maybe push back or where you can create something different for yourself? And this is why I created work-life design which kicks off today. So if you want to join us, come on over to the show notes at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 94. That's the number 94 and you'll see the link to join. And as I said at the start, it's really designed to support you to build out a custom work-life design blueprint so you can prioritize what's really important and prevent any pending burnout so you don't have to throw in the towel or quit to find that desired sense of fulfillment, balance, and peace. This is really an opportunity to integrate your work and your life so that they can work together and you can feel like you can achieve those career goals for yourself and have life outside of that too. So as I said, this program is free at this current iteration in January 2024 and eventually the program will be paid. So over the next four weeks in January, we kick off today on the 8th of Jan. We're going to run every week for the next four weeks. I'll be providing a short but really thought-provoking lesson to help you design your work-life sweet spot, your blueprint. You're going to get accompanying workbook so that you have something that is completely present that you can keep in your day planner or on your desk so that you don't lose sight of what's important. There's going to be some homework, some fun, actionable exercises, not too crazy. Don't worry, I'm not going to overload you, but really going to support you on how you can achieve those career ambitions whilst having a life too. And we're going to do it in community as well. So you'll get access to a private community with the others in the program for the duration of the program, where you can ask questions, share, and just realize you're not doing this on your own, which is really nice. And so this is your call to join me. I would love to see you in work-life design is going to be amazing. I cannot wait to welcome you into it. And if you have any friends, colleagues, family, anybody that you would like to do this with and have that accountability of going through it together, please share this with them. I would love to invite more women into this experience and I want to support more women in 2024 to create a light achievement. So come on over to the show notes, again, SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 94 and you'll get the link to sign up to this completely free program. All right, that's a wrap for today. Sending so many intentions for you to achieve what actually matters in 2024 and remembering that you are here for a reason beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving. You matter.